if teleportation was a thing, would you do it? Yes. Like, hey, starting t- starting tomorrow, you can now teleport. Would you like sign up to get the front of the line, or would you like wait and see? Mm, I would be middle, middle line, middle back of the line. Um, just because uh, I I'm old and. <laughs> if look if this if the teleportation machine does me in because i wanted convenience that's on me and <laughs> i'm i'm okay with that you know what i'm saying like i that's i i just will like fuck it you, you tell me i don't have to drive and i've lived a good life fuck it like i'm just gonna take a chance here take a chance on teleportation so there's this uh i'm gonna find it while i'm talking to you there's a stephen king story um I'm pretty sure it was a short story in one of the books I read. Uh, Teleportation. Um, where the jaunt. Bam. The jaunt? It's called The Jaunt. There we go. Of course it was. So it was a short story in Stephen King's book called Skeleton Crew, which came out, which it came out in 85, and it was just a collection of short stories. I loved okay. it. I, I read it over and over. Oh. Remember the movie The Mist that came out a handful of years ago? Yeah. yeah. That story was from this collection. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, so there was another one in here that I remember. There's a couple of great ones that still stick with me. This one was called The Jaunt, and it was all of a sudden, like, teleportation became, like, became a thing, and p- people can, um, families can experience this and stuff like this. Um, you had to, like... You had to like take a pill. It was almost like you were getting shot through this tube, but you had to close your eyes. Like you weren't, you couldn't be awake or something like that. And okay. this family was going to do it. And the son was like, what happens if you don't? And the dad's like, well, I don't know. Something bad could happen. Don't do it. And of course the kid didn't fucking do it. And, and he, cause he wanted to see what would happen during the jaunt. And I remember he came out the other side and all he said was like, uh, it's awesome or something like that. And then he died. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Yeah, that's the problem is that there's going to be the those dummies who are just like, hey, don't do this and you'll be fine. OK, well, I'm going to do that. OK, well, natural selection continues. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, there was another great You can't story. take away my American rights to keep my eyes open. <laughs> uh, oh, no, wait, wait. Here's how it ends. Um... Family suggests sleeping glass and jaunted to Mars. They're going to Mars. When Mark awakens, the first thing he hears is his wife screaming. His adventurous son, Ricky, deliberately held his breath while being administered the anesthesia to experience the jaunt while conscious and has been rendered completely insane. Ricky shrieks, it's longer than you think, Dad. It's longer than you think, before clawing his eyes out as he's wheeled away. Well, you know, Ricky... um. Good riddance. <laughs> There's so, another one. So wait, so wait, so wait. You haven't answered the question yourself. If tomorrow they're like, oh, shit, son, the new iPhone isn't an iPhone. It's teleportation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's the teleportation, the Apple, the I teleport version one, right? Do version you one. Do you wait for version four? Well, considering that I'm the type of person person that's always at least two versions back on my cell phone anyway, <laughs> that should probably answer the question right there. Uh, What's the newest cell phone right now? Uh, they just announced the iPhone 13. Okay, see, I'm on the XR. See, I, I'm I'm even behind you because I'm the X. <laughs> oh. I'm still on the X. Well, I, I'm 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 a little annoyed because uh, oh, Apple products. So. I bought, uh, I love the iPad mini, just FYI. I fucking love its size. I think it's a perfect size. If, the, if they told me that I can use the app, the, uh, the iPad mini as a phone, I wouldn't even carry a phone anymore. I just carry the iPad mini because I'm, I'm a fucking old man. Um, so I bought the newest version uh, probably about three, four months ago. You know, I'm like, sweet, this thing's dope. I can use my Apple Pencil. Um, you know, like I use it for notes and personal notes because I have my other one for work. Um, and then they go ahead and announce like, but wait, have you seen this one? The iPad mini four now, f- like the iPad mini one, two and three or whatever versions they've had over the years hasn't changed at all. It's basically the same. It's just the guts inside have improved, right? This one is like, you know, new and improved. The screen is all pretty. The, you know, you can use the new fancier pen and I'm like, 
motherfucker, couldn't you just have warned me like three months ago before I bought this shit? Because I probably would have bought that. And now I'm not going to buy your shit. Damn. And that's my story. <laughs> that sucks. How was your uh, week? The other one in this ske- this skeleton crew book that I remember, I didn't remember the name of it, but it was a uh, surgeon who was shipwrecked on this island, and it was like his journal, and it was uh, he had a bunch of heroin that he was trying to sneak on the cruise ship. Um, so we had that with him, but um, so it was his journal and stuff, and he was writing about like trying to survive and early on day one or two um he was trying to chase seagulls or birds or like that or something like to eat them and he like uh broke his ankle he tripped and broke his ankle so then now he can't get very far when he's trying to hunt for food so he's eating like spiders and shit and bugs just whatever he can kind of reach you know he can't get very far Mm -hmm. so then he decides since he was a surgeon that he was just gonna have to start eating himself Hmm. Start amputating himself. So where did he start? Well, at his toes, obviously. Oh, okay. I mean, actually, I don't remember if it was toes, but maybe thigh. I don't remember specifically, but it was somewhere on the legs. His whole point was that he had to keep his hands because he was a surgeon. And um, by the end of it, like he'd already eaten like all the way up to like his own thighs and um, he didn't have much left. He'd already eaten like uh, the last few diary entries are barely comprehensible, indicate that he'd sliced off and eaten both of his legs as well as his earlobes and drools uncontrollably as he ponders which body part to consume next. The diary entry ends when he cuts off his left hand to eat it. And then the last entry is, my lady fingers taste just like lady fingers. <laughs> <laughs> and that Jeez. was the end. And since it was a diary, you don't know if he got rescued or not. I'm going to say probably not. I'm going to say probably did. Probably, probably he's like just sitting there. He's just a head, <laughs> just a head, like trying to like reach his shoulder. You know, right? Because like because huh? like once he was using his hand, one hand, right hand, to say to cut off his other arm, and he's just a hand. I guess you could just start gnawing on that. Yep, and you could probably get probably about you know shoulder. Yeah, you probably could. If you're feeling like a pimp, come on, eat your shoulder off. <laughs> What? Why haven't they made that one a movie? <laughs> what? <laughs> the fuck? I liked his short stories. I liked it. There was a couple of his uh, short story compilations. And you said that shit came out in the eighties. Uh huh. Damn. I remember my my book that I still have. It's somewhere in a box because I haven't set up my library in a couple of years. But um, it's probably got like it creases in it and pages almost falling out just because I. <laughs> it's like the original one. Would you? Would you? Um. Would you buy it digitally just so you can read those stories again? Or would you fish out the book? I'd probably fish out the book if it didn't hurt. The That's book? The thing is like, yeah, it might hurt the book at this point because it's oh. so old. I was talking to somebody the other day about having some of my mom's original albums. Uh-huh. And um, I'm like, yeah, you know, some of the albums she would rock on a Saturday morning, I'm still playing those exact same albums. Yeah. I, I told you this. But did we say this already? And they go, Oh, what, what do you think the price is on that first issue? It's like first issue vinyl. I never oh, thought about it. their fucking no. first issue. <laughs> no, I, you know, it's funny. I never even thought of that. Like I have like all these like records that are probably like, like Michael Jackson, bunch. probably like yeah. our Michael Jackson vinyls are probably first edition. Dude, I got fucking Supremes albums that are first edition. I never. Yeah, I never thought about that. It's like, oh, yeah, they, with books, it's a thing. Oh, I was, yeah. I But see, that's a that's the weird one, because you have such a close memory and affinity to it like could you actually part with it for money uh i don't know i actually have a, a crate of some and there's some that i i i some that i got but but i'm not even talking about like some that you got i'm saying like your mom's fucking vinyl that like reminds you of like specific periods in time of your history like as a kid with your mom and shit well some of them i would keep but like i said so there's some vinyl that i have in my collection that are probably first editions that i inherited from some parent or another that i'm not don't really like the album so i'm like yeah oh, I can okay go. if i'm not going to listen to the album yeah i can go okay but if i if it's an album i would put on and play no got it uh first edition vinyl michael 
Jackson. What was that? Was it Thriller? What was the name? Of, is that the name of the album? What was the name of that album? Yep. Thriller. Here they're going for on the bay. Eh, only like forty bucks. Uh, what about um uh license to ill? <laughs> the first one I ever bought on my own with my own money. To ill vinyl first edition. Someone's asking thirty five bucks. That's it. I, I'm sure you can buy the new one for like someone 20. here says, yeah. Like Easy Boys. One says original vinyl. This one says earliest known LP pressing, and they want 150 for it. Hmm. To me, that doesn't still seem like a lot of money to like part with something. Let me see what's actually sold. That makes a difference. You can ask whatever you want, homie. Uh, more filters. I beat him head. Here, I'm gonna make it worse in a second if this works. Computer's being a little. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Fucky. Today. That's the word. Fucky. F U C K Y. That's not one of my, that one's not in my repertoire. It's a little fucky. <laughs> I can't hear it if you're playing any something. You no, I, no, oh. I'm not. Spotify is being a dickhole. So, or has it been doing that to you? Like, oh, we can't play this song right now. Maybe you got it downloaded in your library somewhere. It's like, <sighs> have you been getting that? No, mine. I've been getting that shit. It's like, mine always says. That? Uh, I'm gonna like right now. It says um, uh, updating. <laughs> like I don't just don't update. Just fucking open and then just let fucking semantic let you open it. Hey, okay. jeez, finally. Yeah, now Zoom for some reason and uh, Spotify. When I open them on this computer, eh, probably both computers. Yeah, both computers because Zoom's been a little wonky on that computer too. Um, it just takes a while. I'm like, is this working? Oh, here we go. This on. Oh, that's so goddamn hard. Beastie Boys 1986 license to ill first pressing with unusual runout etching. Oh, I don't know what that is, but that's sold for $115. An 86, it says original 86 pressing sold for $52. First pressing, original runout etching, $100. Where is it? Rest of them are about 20. Oh, huh. tis the season. <laughs> I've been playing my spooky tunes playlist a little bit. This one hasn't come up yet. A lot of Oingo Boingo comes up. He's playing. He's playing soon. Down here. He does the, he does the nightmare show. And then one goddamn song. Um, he does. He does fucking Dead Man's Party. I don't need to hear that song ever again. Uh, There's a there. Uh, name the wait, like, wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. All right. What? I don't ever need to hear Dead Man's Party again. I don't ever need to hear Love Shack again. I don't ever Ooh. need to hear Whip It again. I don't ever need to hear, and I fucking love Devo. I will listen to fucking Devo albums back to back. Just whip it comes on. I'm skipping it, skipping it, not whipping it. That's me and anything from the library of sublime. Oh yeah. I'm skipping all that shit too. That, I mean, that's not like, even a chance on my speakers. Yeah, I'm just I, saying like, but no, all of those, all of those bands, like I love, yeah, uh, yeah. fucking love um, Pat Benatar, but I don't need to hear hit me with your best shot again. And I never liked hellos for children anyway. And I'm annoyed. She still does that song in concert. I'm trying to think if there's an artist like that where I'm just like, like their number one hit. I'm like, I, I'm done with it. Like, come on, Love Shack. Oh, really like, know? no, you know, you know, you know what mine is. I think uh, smells like Teen Spirit. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, like I, I, I can listen to those albums all the fucking time, but like once I hit 
I'm like, okay, like who's giving it? I, I, <laughs> it's 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 not that I don't like it. It's just right. I, I, I think we're breaking up because we just have been all up in each other's kitten for the last almost 28. Years. Right. It's like I just don't need to hear it again. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, it's don't. it's it, it like it had its purpose. It, it was enjoyable but at I the get- time. I get that everybody else loves Dead Man's Party this time of year, but I've heard it personally a hundred bazillion times. Yeah, and uh, by what? choice, and I just don't need a hundred bazillion in one. Yeah, because I mean that's your band, so I will go listen to every other fucking album. I like listening to their live, their last live album that they did right about this time of year. Just like the whole thing, it's like it's just a good flow. It's it starts out, it's dark. Yeah, I'm trying and, to think what other band that would be where I'm like favorite song. Or favorite band. Probably like their biggest song and their nope. <laughs> uh I was listening to a lot of Duran Duran this week too. And uh-huh. I've been listening to like some of the like the later albums rather than the earlier albums. Like I really love the astronaut album that came out like around two thousand or something like that. Is a good album. Mm. And then uh they like the wedding out- album. There's What's one the- there's one coming out like right now. It's like it's like a didn't the wedding album come out when we were at the goodie? Mm-hmm. But that's okay. not. It might be now, but to me, the early shit is like you know Rio, Girls yeah. on Film, all you know, those like three. Film. Yeah, there's three, four albums that clump into that. Girls on Film. They were doing a good job because then that wedding album did good in the '90s, which you usually consider them an '80s band. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then like they're still doing shit. It's like the, when I see them on Leno and shit or whatever, and I'm like, I would say my favorite boy band never broke up. Uh, right. <laughs> How, how my favorite band from the teens of my teen years never broke up. How, how, is how that? fortunate <laughs> is that, that right? your fucking band, your fucking new kids on the block, your fucking yep. boys to men, your, yep. you know, fucking uh, uh, Backstreet Boys, my, your my Jonas NSYNC, Brothers, your Jonas my Brothers, One Direction. Yeah, your fucking like your shit just never broke up. They never broke up. That's crazy. OK, all the rest of my favorite bands. Broke up or dead. So Zeppelin, Run DMC, Beastie Boys, and Oingo Boingo. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're the only ones. That... I'm trying to. I'm trying to it's funny because back when I was doing morning radio and the Jonas Brothers broke up and they were like, you know, girls losing their minds and shit like that. I was like, I never had to experience that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I you're talking still go about. see them in concert if they put out a new album and they probably will just give them a couple years. Fucking, they did an album with Timberland a few years ago, okay? Oh my god. <laughs> yes, they did. Called Red Red Carpet Massacre. There's one Depeche Mode album from like when we were at the mm. Goody that I still bump. Good shit too. Oh fucking, I bump a lot of that. Like, I would like, go see them. I would go. go see them again. Here we go. Oh like, yeah. I'll play 101 in, in its entirety. That's a damn good album. And I don't like live albums, you know that. Yeah, no, I know you don't. Yep. Uh, this one's on a lot of my playlists. Right? Like, this was some good shit, man. Like, I like the old shit, but this was some good shit. Right? Yep. Play I mean, it's that, no good. That's another one. I'll oh rock my theirs. god, dude! It's no good is like my favorite fucking song. <laughs> Seriously, by them, I think it, it, yeah. that's my favorite one. Hold on. <laughs> I got that CD single somewhere, or I did back when I had CDs. Here we go. Oh, I fucking love this song. This 
song reminds me of getting high in Lawndale. Yes, it does. With the glow in the dark stars and shit. Fuck Make yeah. Life. I just told that somebody used that story the other day. Take my time I have all the time in the world To make you my life God damn it <laughs> It is written in the stars above God's decree You'll be right here by my side Right next to me shit right there it was 1997 that was 97 dang yep. nice yeah that's 19... good shit oh my god like i fucking yeah that's my jam on tour again i would go see them i think i've only seen them once and uh i know i didn't see them at that 101 show at dodger stadium in mm-hmm. the 90s when all my friends went Mm-mm. But I'm pretty sure I saw them later somewhere. I, I probably saw them in the late 90s to early 2000s because of the ex-wife connection. And I feel like they were playing with somebody else, but I can't remember who that would have been. And maybe the forum, maybe. Did yeah. they play the forum in like that time frame? I can't think. I'm pretty sure I saw them. Yeah, I, I, I feel I like I you have. here at Dodger Stadium. God Back damn, in the I, day. I saw the cure at a fucking that little club in Hollywood. The one with the uh, upstairs. What's the name of that place? A club. No, like like in Hollywood, Hollywood, like like almost downtown, like like over by like all the other bullshit in Hollywood. Um, not like not like Avalon. The mm. Avalon. That That's it? the one. Damn. I think I saw Bowie there. Holy shit. In the 90s when working when I was working at MSO, they were working on a Bowie album and he did like a guest oh, list only type show. I remember that album. I think fucking Alanis Morissette was there and like let's see. Lee was there. It's like <laughs> I a number. I kind of remember the cover. Let me see. That was the um I'm afraid of Americans, which was a dope yes. album. Dope, dope single. Well, play yeah. that, play that. Hold on. Albums. Lillian. Lillian. Do you think you're still smart? Can I go outside ever again? <laughs> they can't use the phone. And if the house burns down and the firemen come and they say, how'd you know a house on fire? And they say, my wife called you. I'm going to kick your ass, Lil. Hours. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of sing- living single lately during the day. Yeah, I know. You've been fucking saying, funny. Like, you've been you've been on that trip for a little bit, like. That's impressive. What was the one you want me to play? I'm afraid Americans. I think this was him in like, I think Trent Reznor produced the song. I, I feel like he did too. The song's dope though. Oh, there's a Nine Inch Nails mix too. Ooh. Oh, it was the one where he's facing the field. He's wearing like a British ass jacket. Running. Or the cover. Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really remember. I remember the video. I remember the single on the album. I'm afraid of the world. I'm afraid I can't help it. 
They're Nine Inch Nails. Hell yeah. So let, let's see what let's see what the uh, let's see what the uh, the Nine Inch Nails V1 mix sounds like. Because <laughs> if that didn't sound like, oh yeah, it's a little more a little more sure. Nine Inch Nailsy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like oh I get it oh if that already sounded like Nine Inch Nails like I get it now okay. We're just turning up the Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> <laughs> shit is that song still pertinent <laughs> right 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 and right. we live here yeah <laughs> i was telling somebody recently i'm like unless like i'm at the olympics or maybe it's fourth of july it's mm. like why are you waving that fucking flag there's only there's only okay hold on <laughs> i'm gonna play another song the one time I ever feel patriotic is this song right here. Why? Wait for it. Each day I live I want to be a day to give the best of me I'm only one I, I swear to God it was like a Olympic montage yeah, like so I know song Whitney right yeah, it's yeah but it's like what 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 fucking song is this we'll wait till it kicks in I broke my heart for every game to taste the sweet I face the pain I rise and fall Everybody keeps yelling at, at, at the podcast. This much Here it comes. I want one more When I'm more than I thought I could be. USA! 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 So pretty much just because it reminds me of Lincoln is the only reason you feel. Because there was, there was at, when the song came out, there was an Olympic montage to it. Okay, so it was, again, it's pretty much just the Olympics. And that song, because that song reminds you the Olympics. Well, just this song reminding me of this song being played in a montage for the Olympics. I don't give a okay, shit about so, the Olympics. Oh, okay. So, like, <laughs> if, I'm saying if you were at the Olympics, you wouldn't even be waving an American flag? Ah, uh, no. I'd be, I'd, be, I'd be so embarrassed. I'm like, oh. It, it's, it's like, do you remember that? And, and, and I, I remember because only because I, I watched this last last night because um happy belated Batman Day yesterday, by the way, um happy belated Batman Day. So I watched the Dark Knight and there's a scene where Two-Face is in the hospital after he got his face burned off and uh, the Joker, uh, Heath Ledger sitting there and he just kind of looks at him. He's just like, hi, that's how I feel at the Olympics with an American flag. Hi. Gotcha. <laughs> Where don't don't judge us all by you know. What if I had American flag, but I was also wearing a shirt that says I'm rooting for everybody black. <laughs> it's not like my team and yours. Well, I'm, is only, there, I'm only rooting for the black. Look, people. if there's uh, I, I and I asked this question fucking sincerely. Like I I I I at first when I didn't know what the fuck this shit meant. I'm like that's kind of a cool looking flag. What does that stand for? Oh, that's the Blue Lives Matter flag. I'm like, oh, fuck that flag. <laughs> Why can't there be a, an aversion of the American flag just like that asshole version that's like Black Lives Matter fucking American flag? I want that version. 
I'll take that you one. Probably with find you. that version. I, if, I bet you it's I just black and white. It's got the fist <laughs> in the corner instead of the star. Maybe because the problem is that the, the one that I the, this black. I don't know if you've ever seen the Blue Lives Matter one. It's oh, like, oh yeah, oh yeah. It's black and white. The end of the street that flies in. I see stickers on the trucks all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, all, it's black it's and white with the blue at the bottom. A couple stories of like football players, like people would send them these masks and they wore them because they thought it looked cool until they realized what somebody pointed out what they mean. They were like, oh, shit. And they took it off. But yeah, again, like, there were nope. people wearing them because it just looked cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, like, I'm yeah. glad I never bought because, you know, like I like buy, buying those uh, those masks that are just they're, they yeah. look like you're, you're a bank robber kind of mask. Yeah. And I saw a lot of like those. I was like, oh, this looks cool. And I'm like, oh, shit. Nope. Yeah. I'm not getting caught wearing this bullshit. The fucking cop neck cop across the street was flying that flag for like 20 minutes before uh fourth of July. I'm like we we got a cop down at the end of the street that flies that flag too. There's know. a cop on the end that end and then on the other uh, opposite opposite end of the street too. He don't fly the flag, but he lived there. Dummy. His his wife looks like Latina though. His wife looks a little brown. She's a little brown. Oh. He ain't. <laughs> <laughs> But she and is. she's in the military, I think. Oh, damn. I think she's leaving. I think she's, in, I don't know. Why? You know a lot. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know he was a cop. My husband knew that first. And then, till, well, now that I'm home all the time, you know, I and my office is in the front of the house and I usually will have the windows oh, open. Oh, yeah. Yours is in the front. Totally. I'll see people like, okay. So, like, I tell my husband the other day, I'm like, okay, so this couple, they walk their dog all the time, but she's always got her purse. Why she take her purse <laughs> on a walk? So, right. So he's leaving the house to go do something. And he calls me like five minutes later. He goes, hey, she works at the dentist down at the end of the street. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. OK, I get it. So, <laughs> Look at both of us being nosy asses. He's way right? more nosy than I am. <laughs> he's such a brown chick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, she white, worked down the chick. street. Yeah. Anyway, it was like, oh, that's cute. He goes, actually, the husband and wife, they, they split at the corner. Corner. He takes the dog for a walk, goes up the corner, and then she goes down the street to the dentist's office down the corner. Oh, oh that's funny. funny. <laughs> These are the people in your neighborhood. Which, the people across the street, the new people on the block are um, they're redoing the backyard. They've been having a bunch of trucks and they, you know, digging out the landscaping and they're putting in a retaining wall because it's open and I can see it. I'm wondering if they're putting in a pool or not so far. Ooh. I don't think so. I, I don't think they dug deep enough and long enough. I don't think, but they're putting cement back in there. So the city is ripped up my entire street from end to end because they're going to, quote unquote, repave it. So they put a letter on our door about a week ago saying on Thursday, we're ripping it up. You can drive over it. Be cautious because of your cars Uh, on Friday. Don't, you know, don't park here because we're going to be repaving. So like an asshole, you know, (laughs) like we move the cars down the street and shit, you know, even though like we conveniently have a garage and a driveway decent sized and so we do that shit and then i'm sitting here waiting to hear the noise on friday and those motherfuckers never showed up so people were like bamboozled that they were just waiting for them to like start this shit so like watch tomorrow i'm gonna wake up and not gonna be able to take a little home slice of school because they're like oh we're paving already all right the fuck that that was friday bitch motherfucker Uh, for a while it's like okay so for a while the neighbors had a roofer a roofer it was like, oh, even on Saturday. Like, oh. yeah. And they would be here early in the morning because it was all hot. You know, those days yeah. were early. So like, oh, you're going to sleep it in. And they probably done. And then it's like, then they across the street got the construction guys. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's the one thing that I don't know. The only the only way I noticed neighbors and them doing stuff is roofers. Because our, yeah. our walls are so high in the backyard that it's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Glad I wasn't walking around in my chonies. Shit. Right. Hey, let's talk about this movie. Oh, yeah. Hey, let's hit that music. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me right here. Uno, two, tres, four. Yo, it's the Goody Squad. Hey, Episode 122. X and Chiba, here we are. Hey. We watched Sweet Girl. 
Okay, good. We watched the same movie. This week. We watched Sweet Girl. Yeah, we didn't confirm it this week, did we? Uh, I think we we basically had like said it like on the last show and didn't really confirm like, hey, we're we watching this, right? But luckily we watched the same movie. Sweet Girl with uh, Jason Momoa Ooh. on Netflix. Momoa. Handsome. I'll watch it. I'll pretty much watch anything with Momoa in it. He's handsome. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's all right. He's just, you know, it's always him kicking ass too. So I like you know. that, yeah. Did, did so, yeah, you, like, did okay. you see Aquaman? Yes. I hate Amber Heard. It was painful. Uh, <laughs> it was painful. I got you. But I'll watch it, but it was painful. I'm a little upset that she's still in it. So my <laughs> my like so it's 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 him and it's his daughter. And it was hard for me to watch this movie because of his daughter. Because how old was his daughter supposed to be? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Because really she's sure. like 30. Well, but it, that wasn't the, the reason why it was hard to watch is because this actress is Dora the Explorer in the live action Dora the Explorer movie. And oh, she that looked like Dora the Explorer. And that, that, and that makes movie, total sense now. And that movie is hilarious. And <laughs> it is. It's fucking funny. I'm sorry. I don't care what anybody says. Like we that's on our regular rotations, um, especially since awesome. we can watch it with little home slice. It's funny. The shit's funny. Um, and uh, so she was Dora. And so when she, when she came on, so like, it was a Dora adventure. It was, dude. It was like a uh, Dora grown up and like doing all kinds of crazy taking shit. ass and taking names. Yes. So yeah. So dad sent me this movie going, "Hey, sweet girl, Netflix has got a cool twist." He knows I appreciate a movie with a cool twist. Yeah. Well, and it, when when you said your dad had recommended it, I was like, okay, there's got to be something to this movie because like, there's a little, a little more than there's a little. <laughs> yeah, your, your dad. Your yeah, your dad's not the kind of guy that's just gonna watch like a um. I don't picture your dad watching like a uh, romantic comedy, for instance. Like every time I remember your dad and going to his place, I always remember his copy of Eraserhead sitting on his bookshelf mm-hmm. or his, you know, movie shelf or whatever. Which is on HBO. Right. Which is which like is the epitome of like how I, I like think of your dad's like taste in mo- movies. Eraserhead. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. So, yeah, I was I, I knew that there was going to be something about it. I didn't look at the, the trailer, though. I was like, I'm just going to like go in cold. Turkey. I didn't either. I was just like, yeah, Jason Momoa action flick. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's the only thing that bothered me. This whole movie is like, is this chick 30? How old am I supposed to believe she's be at one point? They mentioned at, towards the end of the film that she's supposed to be 18. I was like, uh, oh, uh, man, okay. that's a that's a rough 18, <laughs> man. That's a stretch if you ask me. Let's see yeah. how old this chick really is. She's probably in her like early twenties. Yeah. <laughs> she's in her early twenties, but like the way that she was portrayed in the movie, she seemed a lot older than that for sure. Can you say kick your ass in Espanol? Well, the thing is, it's like she looked older, but like they had her carrying around this toy bunny. Like she was supposed to be playing way fucking younger. And I was yeah. and that that to me was like, are you yeah. just an adult and they like CGI you smaller? What's up? What's going on here? It's your growth. Stunted. She was a total adult. She was an adult. Well, <laughs> like, I mean, it's like just made her an adult ish, you know? Yeah, or they could have made, made her real age. Yeah, right. And that like, would have been OK. Fresh out of college, like drop or dropped out of college because her mom was sick with the, the C word. You know, like I could have bought that. You didn't have to make Paloma a stuffed animal. You could have made it something else she carried around with her. And if you, you know, know what I mean? Paloma, why didn't you just make it a ba- pigeon? You're right. My bad. Paloma. And if yeah, and why don't you just make it a pigeon? Because that's literally what that that word is. <laughs> dot 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 was a pigeon. <laughs> so um, I'm trying to think. I'm like, I liked the twist. I I I was almost like um, I, I like. Do I go back now and be like six cents and be like, oh, that wasn't really him there, or that was? It's like, oh, so that yeah. wasn't him that choked the guy by flinging over the railing. Damn, that was her. I would like to see her do that. Yeah, yeah. Now, so like, obviously, spoiler alerts. The so uh, to to rewind and give a little bit of context. Uh, Ray is the dad. Uh, Rachel's the girl. Makes it easy because it's daughter. our names. The daughter. I'm sorry. Um, the mom. Uh, she gets uh, the the cancer. It came back, and she's just kind of deteriorating until she finally passes away. But before she passes away, the doctor tells um uh, Ray that there's an experimental drug. That is could, I mean, easily save her life. Cost effective. Like this is a fucking slam dunk. 
And they're like, oh, shit, that's awesome. And then the doctor comes back and says the CEO of this company has taken it off the, the market or whatever, and he's, he's not going to be selling it. So Ray's like, fuck, dude, what the hell? So this CEO ends up on some like CNN style talk show um, talking about why he's doing it. And some senators on there who ends up being a bigger player later in the movie. Um, you know, she's shitting on the CEO saying, you know, you need to do this. So but the CEO was Justin Barthen. I kept sitting there the whole time going, where the fuck have I seen this guy before? I was like, is he the guy from, well, I was like, is he the guy from Clueless? No, no, no. Nope. That was the, nope. that was another Justin or something. And I was like, it, it's, it's, the it's fucking hangover guy. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's the guy who's not a uh, Bradley Cooper or, uh, yeah, Andy's, he's the hangover uh, guy that they're all looking for. Who's the hangover uh, guy who's not in a majority of the movie or, uh, or what's his name? <laughs> Andy from uh, the office. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's the, yeah. He's the one that's not uh, he's, in most of the yeah, movie. He, well, yeah, he's this straight-laced guy who, you know, is having the the, the Bachelor. I, I, I'm not going to hate on those movies. I fucking love those movies. No, they're funny. I'm just, his character is hilarious because yeah. it's like you were kind of a main character, but you weren't because you weren't in most of the Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you kind of made the money on the movies, but it's just because you, like, were this, you know, you were the the thing. You weren't they funny were... enough to be one of the other guys. Yeah, <laughs> we're in most. Of, well, you're going to get paid like we do, but it's not because of anything. Because just <laughs> because we're chasing you is what it is. You probably showed up for like two days of, of filming, right? So, exactly. Yeah. Asshole CEO takes it off the market, and Ray is fucking like not happy. So he like threatens. Um, he calls into the show. Which wow, you got in? Yeah, I know. That was wow, easy. that's impressive. So he gets in and he, you know, <laughs> he, he does, you know, uh, dark and brooding uh, Jason Momoa. You know, my wife does. I'm going to come after you. Yeah, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, oh, shit. Like, you know what's happening? It means business. Yep. Uh, it's all dark and creepy. Here it comes. So, yeah. So. So needless to say, the wife dies. And six months later, like a vice um a reporter like calls the house and I love that like, it was someone specifically from vice too it's like oh okay cool all right i'd talk to you <laughs> right well it, it's like they didn't go that like the like the you know cnn or fucking yeah. like uh nbc which would be like okay whatever like oh you went with the cool one okay cool vice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he he agrees to meet with the vice guy um and he tells rachel to fucking hold tight and shit and and but you know Rachel ain't listening to no shit. Listen? Why do well, kids not listen? Because she's twenty and not fucking. She's an oh, adult yeah. technically in real life, and not. <laughs> and she know, wasn't 18. like six. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't like hi puppies, give me los cantis, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you know he goes a, a, into the train station and the guy's kind of like you know leading him on so he can you know not be followed and then so he's like follow this one guy but he's technically the guy he's following. Which I thought was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Right, um, right, I saw that, yeah. So they end up on a train, and he's like, I got this information that's gonna blow the roof off of fucking this company and shit, and and you know, um, you know, because the fucking CEO has been taking the meds off the the market because of bribes, they took her germs, and uh, so Roy's <laughs> like, like cool, like where's your fucking evidence? He's like, well, it's it's adjacent, it's it's uh. <laughs> It's it's uh, adjacent. Yeah, it's it's I have it, but I don't have all of it. So he's trying to like like get fucking Ray or uh, yeah, Ray to like be on team fucking. Let's take the CEO down. And he's like, all right, whatever. I don't know. And then all of a sudden, like fucking full time Jack move. The uh, the the uh, vice guy gets fucking shanked and shit on the train. And so uh, uh, Roy, Ray starts to fight him and shit. I'm only recounting this because it's pivotal to the end of the movie. Um, but uh, he fights him. And that's when uh, uh, Rachel, uh, you know, screams. Out, Rachel, Ray. <laughs> Rachel, Rachel, Roy. Rachel. Oh, yeah. Dad. So he now sees her on the train. So he's doing one of his fight scenes with this um, assassin. Uh, hitman is what I kept calling him because I didn't know what his fuck. Oh, we actually had closed caption on and that way. They, that's what they called him, too. Okay, so the the hitman, mm-hmm. not Bret Hart, who killed the vice guy, who yeah. killed the vice guy, is now fighting Momo, uh, Roy, Ray, on the train, and uh, you know, so he kicks, he kicks uh, Paloma, I mean Rachel, <laughs> 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 out out of the you know out of the train, and then so uh, 
uh, uh, Ray jumps back in there and he's fighting the guy and the guy like stabs uh, Ray and throws him out the window. And he's kind of like, I'm like, why did he bring him on the train just to stab him and throw him out the window? Probably because there's cameras outside of the train station, like on the on the on the platforms. There's cameras. There's not cameras in the train. (sighs) Depends on where you are on the train. I mean, I don't know what train they were on, but like normally those there's a lot of, you know, because, you know, people are knuckleheads and shit. So I that's that's where my brain went like, oh, he did that because, you know, cameras and shit. Um, (laughs) So. Yeah, so the dude stabs, he did it just so he can push him through the window. Yeah, and then sh- puts him through the window, and like Ray is like looking over at Rachel, and they're kind of like half assy, like eyes open and shit, and they're like, Ugh, yeah. and then and then all of a sudden we Ray said, "We'll be okay. We'll be we'll be okay. We'll be okay. We'll be okay." And then and then at that point we zoom twenty four months later, so you know a couple years and shit, and and then you know this is this is where like we just kind of like see isabel working out working off her frustration but that moment right there like if you were peeing and you missed the beginning part of this movie um it probably fucked up and 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 made the the ending of this movie very confusing for you right so hopefully you weren't getting popcorn or going to the bathroom or whatever um during the beginning of this movie because then you would have been like what um which we should Actually, we should rewind all the way to the beginning because technically the the movie starts with Ray on a building and then jumping into the water, right? Because mm-hmm, he got mm-hmm. cornered by the cops. That was, good, like, that was a good shot, too. We're like, what the fuck's going on here? And then we go and then we, we're talking to, uh, you know, about the mom and 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 uh, how, you know, she's got she's got the cancer and stuff. So we're like, OK, so then, yeah, this starts the movie where, you know, he's he's got his plan to go after the CEO and shit. He's got it mapped out on the wall of his apartment, you know. Yeah, he's got it yeah, completely mapped typical. out. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, like the first scene right after, like the train scene is is basically Rachel just working out in like the gym that her dad worked out at and like just like doing some MMA shit and basically choking out this dude before like somebody had to like pull her off. So I'm like, she's got anger issues right now. Yeah, just a little bit. Which is fine. I get it. So shit starts to hit the fan quick, right? Because, you know, like something that should have probably happened at the end of the movie happened pretty soon and maybe the early middle-ish of the movie. Because, you know, the CEO guy ends up at the at the, uh, at the charity event, right? Mm-hmm. And this is where Ray's got his plan and he's going to fucking like get in there and, you know, Give him a piece of my mind. Mm-hmm. So he sets up some trickery. They end up in the bathroom because he spilled coffee or some shit on on the CEO guy, and you know he fire extinguishes one dude in the face, and the other guy, you know, he's fighting with him and shit, and he the the other bodyguard ends up getting shot accidentally in the head. Oops. Yeah. And then so That's he's he's like choking out um the CEO, and then just kind of doesn't let go and ends up killing him basically and then that's where things really start to escalate because you know people are connected here folks and so there's these you know the same hitman goes after the uh, ray and rachel and shit and we're just kind of watching ray's kind of de- deterioration so basically, yeah ray ray goes after the ceo realizes there's somebody higher than him then he goes to go after that guy and then he sees the hitman going after the same guy and they were like, oh, shit, you know, and then now, now there's higher people up a chain. And then it's farther. He's like, yes, yeah, farther things. And now you're yeah. dumb. You got stuck, sucked into this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just open up a can of worms just for some shit. So, yeah, it's starting to escalate quickly. And, you know, so now fucking Ray and Rachel are on the fucking run, you know, while this hitman. I love is- that the fucking hitman. Of all the cars to steal on that lot, he steals a fucking VW bus. I'm like, okay, you could not look like anything more like the opposite of a person who would drive a VW bus, first of all. Second mm. of all, that car sticks out like a sore thumb. I, I, I would have picked the same car. I'm like, that thing's cool. I like it. Maybe, he, maybe. <laughs> but the, you're not a hitman dressed in black. If you were picked it out as you, you would fit a little bit more appropriately in the car. We're saying he did not look. He, stu- he stuck out like a sore thumb. Yeah, I, I just don't know what car would have. He did get the car did get spotted later on. It's like it proved my point. Right. Like, fucker, they saw your little fucking VW you know, van. Um, yeah. So it, it, during all this, like fucking 
uh, Rachel ends up calling Sarah, who's the, one of the detectives on on the case, right? And she's kind of talking the to her daughter, all worried about her dad. And now they're after him and he didn't really do anything. And, the, you know, the, the agent's trying to get in, you know, trying to play to her emotional side because she's sitting there looking at a box of her belongings that she raided and shit. Yeah. I'm get her to talk to me. Although it was interesting because the the I, I felt like Sarah kept trying to make. Rachel. Um, a victim kind of in, in the sense of. um to me, it was obvious that she was trying to be like, you know, is, is, you know, like, like, it's not like your a, fault. What happened your to fault. you? Right. It's, it's, you know, I've, it, it almost felt like she was against her will on this trip. Right. Which she yeah. completely wasn't because she was all about her, her dad and all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, we got a few conversations with them and, you know, she's getting to know Rachel more from the, not only these conversations, but also from, uh, like personal like, like Chiba said, yeah, her personal stuff at the house where she's like, well, how do you know about that person? Well, I've got to go through your shit, son. Oh, super. That's just great. So. <laughs> so I like the scene where Ray decides to go meet up with the hitman and be like straight up in the diner in the diner and yeah. be like, all right, you can either tell me who you're working for. Uh, you know, you can. Oh, the, it was strategically as much cops in the diner. She's like, fuck it. I'm just going to go in and sit down next yeah. to him and confront him. Yeah, because it's pretty good. And he's like, you know, you can tell me who your boss is or, you know, I can turn around and tell these cops it's happening or, you know, blah, blah, blah. Who it's, does number it. two work for? <laughs> uh, and then I love it. And he was like, uh, or, you know, three, you can tell me your employer and 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 what do you say? Guarantee or, and have another shot at me. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Like, we'll all like, be happy. We can do round two when you tell me who your boss is, because that's where I'm going to be. And so he, I love that he told him and he's like, yeah, all right, like, then I'll see you soon. <laughs> yeah. And as Rachel's and so he Ray grabs Rachel's are walking out the diner and the hitman goes to Rachel goes, Rachel, see you soon. See you soon. <laughs> so, so then so he did. So the, the, the hitman did tell him who that person was. then. Yes. At that point. Right. Yeah. So then they decide they're heading back to the city. They're going after this congresswoman. You know, they get back to the city. Everybody's tracing them and on them because, you know, there's cameras everywhere. They know what they're driving by now. Yep. So at this point, they're heading to PNC Stadium. It's in Pittsburgh. I, I, from the very, very beginning, when they said PNC Stadium, I'm like, Pittsburgh? I think that's Pittsburgh. So was, And so then you see Ray running in, into the city, into the stadium, running up the stairs, and Rachel's nowhere with him. And at this point, I'm going, yeah. where the fuck's Rachel? Because... Yeah, obviously, wherever the hell he's running, no, is not going to have an outcome. He's going to get trapped. I was like, maybe Rachel's off killing the congresswoman at this point or something, you know? Yeah, I was like, damn, you just kind of like let her like run her own like, like, you know, run through this fucking like stadium on her own and shit. Like you just didn't have her follow you and stuff. You just like by yourself. I was like, where the fuck is she? Yeah, because yeah. they showed the car, but Paloma was in the car, but nobody else Paloma. Was. Uh, that's funny. So then say. you see Ray getting cornered up there on the roof, uh, just like the beginning. And uh -huh. uh, the FBI agent, what's her name? Sarah. Sarah gets up there. She's talking to him. And then all of a sudden we realize they six sensed us. They straight up six sensed us because um, Sarah had made reference that she had been talking to like we're looking at Ray. Right. So she's she's making reference that she's been talking to him. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You haven't been talking to Ray. He goes, I don't know you. Yeah, like, what the yeah, fuck we're are you like, talking about? And then, and then, so the cops all like say your name. So she was trying to get her to realize who that person was, which all along, it's all been fucking Rachel. Dun 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 dun. Rachel's been fucking like. Ray died from his wounds on the subway from the stabbing from the hitman from the original meeting. Which makes it a very short movie for Jason Momoa, if that's the case. <laughs> like, damn, dude, like, that was a very short movie for him. And then next thing you know, like, it's just her imaginations. So then you kind of get a few um, scenes from the movie where you start to realize that instead She's of... flashing back and... Yeah, yes. instead of it being, you know, uh, her dad, oh, it's actually her... her yeah, killing the guy with this extinguisher at the at the charity event, and yep. and shooting the other guy in the in the uh, tunnel when the hitman was there after him. Yeah, like and in the diner, which was good. Yeah, so then they show an interesting shot where uh, when they were in the hotel and um, uh, Ray 
falls from like the second story onto a car. Oh, yeah. And then then he kills the guy and then he looks over and like Rachel's just standing in front of the car. So they kind of redo that scene. But when you look over at the car, there's nobody at the car. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, man. Dora went fucking. I was like, oh, didn't see that coming. Did did not coming. That was a good fucking did not see that coming because I did not expect that one. Um, And then once they revealed that, I like that they still gave us a little more and didn't save it for the end. And then we got to see her as her go after the congresswoman. Yeah. And then but but at that point, it was more her than her dad, Mm because, you know, instead of like killing this bitch, which, you know, her dad totally would have probably done. um, She got she got her recorded recorded confessing confessing about the shit, which she ends up sending to Sarah, the cop um, who, you know, ironically enough, was talking about her to her um to her um other detective counterpart about you know about sarah and then all of a sudden bing, i just got a message from sarah and then they play it so yeah so at the end they're showing sarah basically just getting on a plane and starting her life anew mm-hmm. um, while you hear on the news like that congresswoman's been arrested and stuff so yeah i i enjoyed it it was I fun it was good yeah, yeah. I thought it was a fun it was, watch it was a good jason momoa adventure movie with a twist <laughs> with a twist <laughs> With a twist I didn't see coming. And yeah, because I, I was predicted. trying to figure out how the fuck they were going to end this movie. Um, I didn't think that it would have been. Um, I didn't expect it to be him. Uh, Momoa getting to the the final boss guy. Right. Um, uh, I figured it was just going to be like some weird twist and like some weird like, I don't know. It w- I, I don't know what twist I expected, but I didn't think he was going to get to the end. Um, you know, and there was like a mid boss there because after like, you know, uh, before the, the, the way that the hitman ends up showing up and, and like making contact with quote unquote, uh, Rachel, right? That was convenient. <laughs> Ray and Rachel and uh-huh, her dad and it, called her Ray anyway. Yeah. Um, so there was like a mid level boss there before he got to final boss. Um, you know, and then fought fought the. Uh, I thought the the scene at the uh, the fountain was cool, where she was fighting yeah. the hitman guy. That yeah. was a good fight scene, and yeah, you know, I enjoyed go, it. It was good. Go I don't think Dora. I'll watch it again though, and I don't know how much I'll actually recommend it. Um, I give it. A, I give it a two. I give it a pew pew. I don't I, think I'll watch it again. I, I think I gave it a pew pew pew. So like a two and a half. Okay. A two okay. and a half. I, it's there was nothing wrong with it. No. It was enjoyable. I'm glad I saw it. I'm glad mm-hmm. it was recommended and we we watched it and, and didn't hate it. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's 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 go back and watch worthy, like right. rewatch worthy. Like I think you right. should see it. Sure, but I, I don't see you. If you like action movies, if you like, yeah. you know, yeah. If you like movies with a twist, and honestly, like if you're listening to this, you, we fucked up that twist for you. So <laughs> you're probably going to rate this movie lower now because of the uh, fact that we've just completely spoiled what happens in this movie. But I have a feeling if you're still listening, you don't care because you just like to hear us talk. Say lovey. Yeah. Don't you? Don't you? Just uh, sweet. So, yeah, I, I, I you give two. I give two and a half um, watchable. Watch it. Definitely. Recommend to watch it eh, once. Yeah. You know, other than that, you know, it's good. It's fine. It was fine. This is fine. <laughs> I'm is... going to do laundry the rest of the day, and I'm going to go watch the um, Lulu Row documentary. On should should we should that be next week's thing? Because were you going to watch it anyway? Were you going to watch it? I I've been listening to a podcast where it's been referenced quite a bit. Okay, and... if you want to, if you're interested, because I was going to go watch it anyway. I don't know. I don't even know how many episodes it is or anything. I think it's like. Four. Okay. I don't think it's a lot. I don't think it's anything like I crazy. Get that done because, like I said, I was just going to turn it on and probably binge it the rest of the day. It was on Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. Hold on, let's see. Or I was going to suggest to you, there's that show on Netflix called The Heist, where it's different heist stories, and there's one specific story I wanted you to watch. And so it's a two-parter, and they're forty minutes each. Oh wow! Yeah, and it was well, called a like, full full-length movie, I guess. Yeah. Um, hold on. Why is this Lou Lou Bro? It's called Lulu Rich. Lulu Rich. Um. 
it says one season. I'm like, yeah, Lula Rich. Uh, yeah, four parts. Okay. How, I, how long I, are they? I, like an hour or something? Uh, let's see. Ish. Um, 45 minutes. Okay. 45 minutes each, so a little over 30 minutes. All right. Um, yeah, I've been hearing uh, stuff about this, and, and a podcast I've been listening to has been referencing this and talking, um, and they've had some people call in on their show um, that have been like, uh, yes, I was one of these people who were selling. You know, it's funny because I'd, I'd heard about the brand only from when I was my reselling days. They're like, uh -huh. oh, that was a brand to look out for to resell because it was expensive. I had no idea it was a pyramid scheme type of thing. I didn't know that that's how they sold it. I thought it was just some expensive ass, stupid legging brand, you know, like there's another one out there, Lululemon or something like that. Well, that's that's the one that I always like. I Like I've heard that one like name before. So when I was like, yeah, Lula, Lula, is that on that? And they're like, no, it's 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 a. It's a thing that somebody came up with um, that's, you know, Shit, basically a knockoff. All right, yeah. I'm going to go watch that. I'm going to go do my laundry and watch that. All right, so that's our <laughs> next episode, everybody. And one, then one, two, we're three, getting the Halloween movies, so there. Oh, yeah. So I'm sparing well, you one week. Ooh. Chicago. Um, all right. Well, hey, everybody. Have a, have a, have a great rest of your week, and um, goodie squad out.